Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Welcome into TD Fantasy. I'm the host, Paige Demakos, here with Jamie Eisner and Jake Arians. And before we get into our running back rankings, first and foremost, you should check out our quarterback rankings, which we did on Monday. Um, And you can find those by searching TD Fantasy on pretty much every podcast platform that exists. And Uh, see, what we did is we sparked a movement because now other players are talking about quarterbacks. Yes, that is true. Kind of. That's that's what we call a good transition in the business. Uh, Jamie is giving away what we're starting off with today before we get into those rankings, running backs. Jalen Ramsey, cornerback for the Jacksonville Jaguars. Did an interview with GQ, correct? It was GQ. It was GQ, uh, where he talks smack about pretty much every quarterback that plays in the league. He he has an opinion, and he's not afraid to show it um, about a lot of guys that play in the National Football League. And he wasn't. He did not hold back. He did not hold back. So Jake, I'm going to start with you, uh, including where he said. People like Ben Roethlisberger, who's, you know, pretty much considered a Hall of Fame quarterback around the league. Is just okay. Is just okay. Yeah. Above average, or nothing Andrew without Luck. Andrew Antonio Luck Brown. Is, is no good. Um, look, man, you're a really good player. You're a really young player. You're in a generation in a world of swag that really has no damn substance. And to go talking about Hall of Fame guys saying that they're just okay be careful what you wish for. Because if Ben Roethlisberger's got a field of healthy weapons and y'all put it on their ass last year, I'd watch what I asked for. I would damn sure not be calling Andrew Luck no good and some of the other guys that are on that list and then saying that Deshaun Watson is going to be an MVP or that Carson Wentz is going to be an MVP. Ben's been in the league 15 years. No, Ben's a Hall of Fame court. Not, let's, uh, just, yes, let's just go not ahead and say that. One and done. No. Deshaun Watson could have had good six games and never be anything. We, we will see. I get it. It's GQ. You want to run your mouth. You kind of always do. It's one thing to run your mouth. Is it smart to set yourself up? No, it's incredibly dumb to do that. It's entertaining, but stupid. It's entertaining, but as like you're the athlete, right? And I'm sitting here and I'm looking at this and Jamie's going to bring up what we're calling the Jalen Ramsey month now. Okay. So first and foremost, I have to bring this up because this is ludicrous because it proves my point. Please don't disrespect Andrew Luck, Jalen Ramsey, because in your head-to-head matchup of his 16 targets, he had 11 receptions on you for 172 yards and one touchdown. His QB rating was 125. Jalen, I think you need to go check the tape, dude, because Andrew Luck put it on you. Here's the thing. There's nothing substantial to this other than a dude running his mouth based off of what he thinks he's seen in his limited time of playing these teams once, twice, maybe, is, maybe four times. This is his third yeah. season the in the NFL now? Yes. Yeah. And, yes, they kicked the crap out of the Steelers. It was an ugly day, been through five picks. It's just dumb. I don't get it. I'm not from this generation of being 22, 23, of Instagram is the most important thing on the planet and swag is better than substance. It just makes no sense. It's just, to me, bad PR. But – if that's what motivates you, 
Michael Irvin used to take the, the DB that he was playing that week. He would do their workout and then do his. <laughs> that's cool. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. No, that's cool. And didn't publicize. This, I'm not real sure how this is motivating anybody other than the guys that you're playing against, who you don't want to piss off. I know Ben very well. Ben doesn't lose at darts, much less <laughs> not taking this to heart. I promise you he heard it. Yeah, I don't get this at all from Jalen Ramsey's standpoint. I don't get it. What, what do you gain from this? Other, I mean, listen, let me be fully clear. I am very entertained by this. Oh, of course. Okay, I'm very entertained by this because guess what? One, he didn't say anything about Mitch Trubisky, okay? Let's just get that right out there. He didn't say anything about Mitch Trubisky, okay? So he didn't piss me off. Two, I am a NFL fan. So for me, this brings entertainment value, okay? But as a former athlete, I look at this and I go, this was a very stupid decision, Jalen, because now you have a target on your back. I think he likes it that way, though. He's a super talented, super tall, lengthy, prototypical now shutdown corner that I think probably motivates himself by running his mouth. Yeah. From all accounts, he's a pretty smart guy, too. I agree with you. I don't think it's smart at all, but... Let's see what Jamie bring up the the Jalen Ramsey model. Well, this is where he's going to get his opportunity because he has put that target on his back and he's put that pressure on himself. And he's lucky because he can go the first like few weeks of the regular season without facing anybody he said anything negative about. But you get that stretch here starting in the middle of November. He goes at the Colts, home against the Steelers on Sunday or night football, at the Bills, home against the Colts, back to back to back to back weeks. That's when you have your opportunity. Ben on prime time. Yeah. Ben on prime time. I never bet against the Steelers on prime time. Luck luck twice. Um, I I think Josh Allen will prove him right if he's still starting by then. But the other ones, Luck and Roethlisberger are going to have the opportunity. Yeah, but how are you going to talk about Josh Allen in one preseason game? I know. Like, come on. Like, one, that's just ludicrous. Like, nobody judged you off a half a a preseason game. At least wait till you play him. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, and the other part is he talks smack about Jimmy G, and Jimmy G lit yeah, Jimmy up G the destroyed Jaguars the Jaguars last year. So I just there there isn't really any basis for this other than I think this is what he his personal opinion, and it's not even based off of his interaction. And it was with GQ, so I'm sure it was like okay, it's a fun casual atmosphere. We're kind of chilling. Who knows what's going to be? He said. called Joe Flacco trash. Well, to be fair, I but, know, but he that's a starting NFL quarterback. Jalen Ramsey got a ring yet? <laughs> Just that, those I, know, I know, but, That's, but I, you know what I take from this? I feel like a GQ. There's all the pictures. There's the test. Like, give me the first word that comes to your mind. It's like <laughs> a different QB pictures. Flash boom. And just kept fl- flipping them over. <laughs> Trash. Okay. Decent. Good. Future and, MVP. And Come the, on, dude. And the dance he had to do around the Blake Bortles one was it's, great. Oh, yeah. He, Blake is he good does, in the he playoffs. He does what he needs to. And he does, and he's, Blake is good in the playoffs. Yeah, that was – uh, with all due respect to you, Jalen Ramsey, you watch Blake Bortles play quarterback all the time, so I'm not sure I really need to hear your opinion on quarterbacks. We'll just leave it at that. Uh, let's start on our running back rankings, though. Um, like I mentioned earlier in the podcast, make sure you check out the quarterback rankings because we definitely did not agree across the board, and we definitely don't agree again. But I think this few, the few, the first few guys here, I will be surprised if we don't all agree, uh, at least closely. So. We're going off of Jamie's rankings, and we're going to just discuss the guys. So he has Le'Veon Bell one. I also have Le'Veon Bell one. Jamie. I got him too. Okay. I love a dude in a contract year. I love Le'Veon Bell. History of injuries scares the crap out of me. For sure. So I've got him at two. 
Yeah. But splitting hairs. Yeah, we're splitting hairs at the top. You ain't going wrong in this top yeah. five. It, it's you go in with girly or bell, I think, yeah. in the top I two. Went with girly. And yeah. and really there's really not a great argument to be made either way against either one. Girly already got paid, which I don't like, but yeah. that entire here's the other thing. The Steelers can throw it when yeah. they want to. It for doesn't sure. have to go through Le'Veon Bell. They'll, it's going through Gurley and all oh, that. Yes. For sure. So I like I, I put that's what gave me the nod. The reason I put Le'Veon over Todd Gurley is because Todd Gurley's ascension here is completely based off of last season where the season before he had a huge disappointment as a fantasy football owner. And from an NFL Terrible perspective. Terrible coaching staff coming off yeah. of a big injury. I don't. I, I, I just eliminate any players that played under Jeff Fisher. I, yeah, I, I, I avoid those. I just, like, I just I, don't. Le'Veon is consistency. Where we talked about Tom Brady and you talked about how he's consistent. Le'Veon Bell is always good. He's Every a freak. single he's got a chip year, on his shoulder. He wants to get paid. Yep. That I, little bit of extra effort. Yeah. I'm worried about. I'm worried about him getting hurt. Yep. I get that. And, one, this, and the thing we talked two. about before the show, which is crucially important, we'll bring it here, is you cannot mess up these early picks. No. I mean, these are not the picks you take risks on. These are not the picks that you got to get cute with. If you're picking in the top of your draft, you this player has to be a top five player for you, or you will not win your fantasy league. For sure, you can't miss on your first pick. First two, first couple picks, you got to hit. Now, listen. No, like doing this list, I didn't do this last year. So, doing the top 40, we were like talking before the show. You got like 24 guys you feel pretty good about. Yeah. And then it's and a. And then it's just. Then it's a free for all. It's craziness. Yeah. Like no. trying to put. It's a free for all. 40 guys in here. Like you could have somebody that ranks 71 on ESPN, but you think they might. You're taking flyers after that. So, these early ones got to be good. Yeah. Gurley two, Zeke three. Both Jamie and I have uh, Ezekiel Elliott number three. Jake, who do you have number three? I went Saquon. Number three. You have Saquon real early. We'll get into him because we're going to stay. So what are your your thoughts on Zeke, though? Let's stay with Zeke because Jamie and I Uh, are both in agreement. Zeke's a freak. Everything is going to run through Zeke. I think his catches are going to be up this year from the last couple years. I know he's put an emphasis on catching the ball better. I think that's going to be an emphasis to this team. I don't think the team's that good. No. Um, But it's going through. It's running through Zeke. But you can't go wrong there. I just. Where do you have him ranked? Uh, I've got him four. I've got him right Okay, right so close. That. Yeah. yeah. Uh, when Zeke produces when he's on the field, we don't have the suspension concerns this year that we had to deal with last year. No, he's running behind a, a good offensive line still. He, the, it's 25 to 30 touches a game. I mean, it's going – yeah, that's what he's getting. So I like – He's their like offense. To, yeah, he is their offense. Uh, David Johnson, four. Jamie and I are both in agreement on this. Just so you know, so we're looking at the scout ADP here. David Johnson going 4.2, Zeke three. Todd Gurley 1.1, maybe I'm about 2.4. So we're right, we're right in that mix. I mean, it's, these are your guys. Yeah, my thought here because I've seen David Johnson go anywhere between two and four. I just think Gurley, Bell, and Elliott are just safer picks I agree. than David Johnson. I agree, I, and I love David Johnson, and I could be totally surprised. Okay, we have him going four. Yeah, I mean, my, it's not like we're if he had a better offensive line and a and a sure thing at quarterback, he he would be number one in my opinion because the guy scored 20 touchdowns two years ago. I mean, he was a freak. But it's no longer Bruce Arians' offense. Okay, that's a big part of this. Yeah, absolutely, no it's a longer big part Bruce of it. Arians' offense, and this is a completely new system, new coaching staff, and that offensive line is one injury away from being a complete disaster. And you've downgraded at the quarterback position since the last time you played a full exactly. season, and you have no receiver. So I love the fact that everything is going to go through David Johnson, and 100%. I mean everything. I've got him at five. I've got Zeke at four. Yeah, it's a retooled offensive line. That doesn't mean it's a better one. No, and you're exactly right. You've already had one injury at center. You're one more away from – how are you going to play the, the Cardinals? You're going to stack the box. Yeah, you have You're to. going to double team him out of the backfield. 
I don't know that any, they have anybody else they're going to. I mean, it's going to be force feed David Johnson. He's and also Larry. not a guy that you're going to give it to 20 times between the tackles. You're no. going to try to give it to him 20 or 30 a game. Yeah. But I, I think they're going to have to, I think there's going to be a learning curve of figuring this out because everybody's going to load up no. on stopping David Johnson. Because if you stop them, you beat the Cardinals. For sure. Not only that, but you have two guys on their offensive line who cannot stay healthy. Mikey Potty and DJ Humphreys, like both those guys, or especially Humphreys is nasty when he plays, hasn't stayed healthy one in season. So prove it to me. Prove it to me that you guys Here's can stay healthy. Thing. They're going to apparently better. use a fullback for the first time in David Johnson's career in the NFL. There's a big learning curve with that. Yep. It's a big it, it's a big deal. I mean, we're still talking about him. I got him in five. You guys yeah, got him we have him up four. He's still going to have – just a lot more – just look at the time we just spent on him. There's a lot more question marks with him right. than, than, the, about than, the, first three. than the first three, which exactly is why right. he's, I think there's a, he's number four. Uh, Alvin Kamara, five. Uh, Jamie and I are both in agreement. Five, you have Ingram, who's going to be suspended for the first couple of games, so that takes away from the potential taking some carries away. Although last year, Kamara and Ingram were both in the top ten for fantasy running backs. I got Kamara at six. He was – I had him – I picked him up on like week four or five last year right before he won our role. He was the best thing I had in fantasy last year. 100%. He was awesome. I think that gets bigger. I think the Saints are going to throw it more than they did last year because people are going to try to play them off of what they did last year, especially early. And there is no Ingram early for the first four games. I think he is going to be the focal point of this team. Ingram's going to come back. They're going to run it, short yardage, that kind of stuff. They're going to spell him. But I think it's going to be Kamara, and he's a star. I think that I think he's at six. I think he's a steal for somebody. I agree because he could be I one. Uh, and so let me ask you this. I know this is an RB's podcast, but this is going to be a question that comes up for a lot of owners. This is around the territory we start to consider in PPR. Antonio Brown. Do you go Brown or Kamara with that pick here? Assuming Bell, Gurley, Elliott, and Johnson are off the board, and your case Saquon off the board as well. Uh, do you go Brown over Kamara, or do you go Kamara here? Because that's a lot of fan. I mean, this is going to be a question every draft. Where where does Brown go among these elite running backs? I still go Kamara because I think he's going to be. Even if they're throwing it a lot, I still think he's the focal point because he catches it so well out of the backfield. He can have a lot of big plays. You can't really go wrong either way. No, I think there's more touchdown potential for Kamara than there is for for Antonio Brown. He scores a lot of touchdowns, but for sure. And I like. I think you're you're safe going either way. It's really. I mean, I wouldn't go anywhere past probably these first five guys. I wouldn't go one step past Kamara for me personally. Um, I know for sure. I'd take Bell, Gurley, and Elliott before I take Antonio yeah. Brown. But I'm telling you right now, if I'm in that four spot. It's a question. It's a, it's Kamala, a, it's, Johnson, I'm, Brown. I'm thinking this hard be what, about that. fifth year in a row as the number one receiver? Yeah. I, yeah. I mean, it's it's one of those things where if he's there, like I know for a fact he's not going past, in my opinion, past five. I'm not taking anybody past my top five running backs before I take Antonio Brown. Uh, number six for Jamie is Melvin Gordon. I have him rated – ninth overall on my board uh I, I like melvin gordon a lot i just have there's a couple other guys that i like a little bit more but like i said top 10 still still a, a very active i like that offense a lot this year um there's a lot to like there in general i'm high on that team and pretty much everybody offensively f- from the Chargers. and i think he's a relatively safe pick there that's Agreed. not back-to-back seasons where we finished top six among fantasy running backs fifth two years ago six last year so this is not just a one-year deal that offense isn't going to change much that offense is going to be really strong other than they want to maybe run it more yeah i had him yeah. i had him last year solid as can yeah. be he was there was only a few really big weeks, but there were no low weeks. He no. was yeah. solid as can be. Now, Eckler came on and played pretty well For and sure. caught the ball out of the backfield, played third down a little bit more, but he's still yeah. a three-down running back. I've got him at seven. 
super safe. I yeah. mean, if you get him at seven or eight, you're yeah, you're yeah, he's, he's going ten. I took him. Yeah. I took him eighth last year in the first round. Yeah, his ADP is ten point three. That's good value. That's good value there. Saquon Barkley seven for Jamie. Uh, I have him eight, or like I said, splitting hairs there, very close. Saquon, for me, has huge upside, okay? Huge upside. Could potentially, like Jake has him much earlier on in his, my concern is that offensive line, Eli Manning, the other guys in front of him are not rookies. I've seen them play. I know what to expect. Now, I'm not saying, listen, I watch. I'm a Big Ten girl. I watch Saquon Barkley play football. He's an unbelievable there's already been an injury concern. Okay. There's like, I'm the right I'm just, side of the line is a problem. That right. Like that's what I'm saying. The, the offensive line there, if I'm going to bring that up about David Johnson, who I've already seen play football, I have to bring that up about the New York giants. And and that's my biggest concern. That's, and, that's and the, the only thing negative I can say. The only thing I'm going to knock him on here is just, I don't know yet. And I, I just exactly want to be, right. He's a rookie. I just want to go safe here. I don't want to mess up my first round pick. And I think it, I'm taking the six running backs we talked about. I'm taking Antonio Brown. I might even consider taking a uh, uh, new Hopkins here. I probably would take Barkley at that point. No that way I'm nine. taking Hopkins over but Barkley. Right? I, I had just, him last year too. Yeah, I just thought I don't – Here's I, my – so How are you safety. doing – I'm high on the Giants, by yeah. the way. We'll get into that later. Yeah. I'm high on the Giants. I think the defense is going to stop the run. I think this entire offense is going to go through him. He was never hurt in college. He's probably overdoing it a little bit right now and needs to back it off. But everything is going through him. It ain't going through Odell Beckham Jr. That's, he's going to be the beneficiary – of Saquon Barkley being a freak. He's going to touch it a ton. I'm just, I'm high on the Giants. I'm high on them bouncing back. I love the coaching staff. I love, I just love that offensive staff. I just, there's a, they're going to find really creative ways to get him the ball. So I've got him at three. I've got him probably higher than every other person that does shows on fantasy football. I just, I'm, I'm taking a little bit of a flyer there. I know it's probably an outlier, but I I'm big on it. I think maybe as much as anybody we're going to talk about, it's all going through him, him and Zeke. Yeah, they 100%. are the offense. Those offenses 100%. are built through that. The Giants have a lot of other weapons. So I go back to my original question. How are you going to defend them? Are you going to stack the box to stop him? Because you're going to get lit on fire with yeah. that receiving core if they're healthy. For sure. The, here's, here's, here's my question. This goes back to Jamie earlier and more like a statement for me. His ADP 6.4. This is a personal thing. Yeah. If Bell, Gurley, Elliott, Johnson, and Kamara go – and I'm sitting at six. I'm taking Antonio. Yeah, Brown. I'm, I'm taking. Gore, I'm taking yeah. Antonio Brown, I'm taking and Brown I don't and think Gordon. twice because that is a surefire thing. I know Antonio Brown is going to put up I'm top three wide receivers. I'm taking AB over Saquon. I'm yeah. not taking Gordon over Saquon. Okay, that's that's this. And is I good just advice. got done saying I had Gordon. I'd love to have him back for sure. He was solid. Like would any Saquon's going to have some forty point weeks where he just it, goes nuts. I mean, the reality is, would any of us be surprised if Saquon's the number one running back? With the Not Eagles at all. Would we be shocked by that? No, I wouldn't be shocked by that. I'd at be all. shocked if Melvin Gordon was. That's that, then that that's fair. I think you're yep. looking at Melvin Gordon as somebody that could be your that's fourth, why, fifth, sixth best, seventh best in fantasy. He's right behind be Saquon for me. Eight. I have Saquon eight. Uh, next up for Jamie is Dalvin Cook, eighth overall. I have Dalvin Cook six. The reason I have Dalvin Cook up that high is I love that Minnesota Vikings offense. I love this team. I love the offensive line. I love Kirk Cousins being there. I love all their weapons. And I love this kid coming back. He was a fantasy phenom last year when he was healthy. The only thing that concerns me is injury. But he's another guy that could be top three, and I wouldn't be surprised. So I like him right outside my top five. I got him at 15. Okay. Other than Adrian Peterson, what running back has come off an ACL and been a freak again the next year? Can you think of one? None, because it takes two. You'll be good. He'll be solid. He's not going to be the same dude he was last year, even though he got Good hurt point. fairly early. It takes a full year. 
Latavius Murray coming back off an injury last year is now healthy. They're not going to overuse him either. So I dropped him all the way down to 15. You're going to love if you have him. Yeah, he's thirteen point two ADP, which I, can't, I would I can't be take so him, happy to have him. There. I can't take him up at seven or eight. I can't do it. This is my this is the start of my next tier. I think we're now yeah. we're, we're, there's now a, a precipitous drop here from those top guys to we have now. The interesting thing about Dalvin Cook was that even in the games he played last year, he was only the tenth best running back on the points per game. Yeah, that's, the games that's, he played. So it's not like he, he flashes. was. Yeah, it's not he like, flashes. Yeah, but he didn't even Deshaun Watson flash like where no. he was the best quarterback for six weeks. To me, it's just that there are a lot of question marks with the next handful of names that we have here that I just, you know, maybe their upside is still there, but I don't really feel super comfortable. I'm probably going receivers at this point. Yeah, no, that's exactly where I, I go. Before I reach for a running back here. Yep, Kareem Hunt, nine for Jamie, 10 for me. Kareem Hunt was a workhorse back for me last year. Loved him. New new quarterback. It's going to be a different looking offense. I know it's Andy Reid still coaching, but I don't think – that Kareem Hunt's going to have the same. You even saw him tail off as the season progressed because a lot people got used to who he was and got prepared for what that offense looked like with Kareem Hunt. So I like Kareem Hunt. He's still in my top 10, but I feel pretty confident in him being that second tier. Well, and the other me. problem is this. They love Spencer Ware. I was just yes. about to he say is gonna eat. also another guy that's he, back that's healthy. That's effective when he's gotten the ball. I mean, Spencer has been effective when he's played. And do you want two guys that are fresh or one guy that you're giving it to too much and the other guy's spelling a little bit and one's getting tired? I, th- I, th- I think his – I've got him at nine. I think his carries and touches are going to be down exactly for what you just said. Spencer yeah. Ware is going to be back in the mix. I think Spencer Ware is relevant. Like, if, if you get Kareem Hunt, you better dress Spencer Ware. Yeah, handcuff yourself. You have to because you don't know – listen, Andy Reid is going to play the best guy. He's not yeah. going to be attached to starting starting Kareem Hunt. And I, I went a little deeper. We're not going to get this far in, but I have Spencer as my forty six running back. I think that's twenty seven. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I think he's relevant. He should be drafted oh, one, he in every one hundred percent should be drafted. Whether Next, or not Hunt's healthy, number, he's not healthy. He's a RB two upper end RB two every week. Yeah. Number ten, Leonard Fournette coming in in scout ADP nine point six, the eighth overall scout ranked guy. That's about the same for me. I Leonard Fournette has a lot of hot upside. You liked him last year. His biggest – again, you're looking at the Jacksonville Jaguars offense. You're going, what is that team going to look like? What are they – was last year – their defense won them a lot of football games. Is Blake Bortles going to take another step forward? What is this offense going to look like? Leonard Fournette's a workhorse, though. You know he's going to get a lot of touches. You know he can run the football, and you like that for a top-10 guy. The volume is there, and it's going exactly. to continue to be there. I'd like to see a little bit more explosiveness from him. He was very ju- – I mean, he he benefited from a lot of volume. He didn't have a lot of long runs. Couple he wasn't really a, last season. And, he, again, he's been banged up he's for three years. by that foot ankle that went yeah. all the way back to LSU. He is the focal point of this team. I've yep. got him at eight because of that. Yep. The volume is going to be there. If he's healthy, he's a freak. Yep. Catching it. They also signed the number one guard in football and gave him a bunch of money. The offensive line got better. It's going through him. Sure. I've already stated if it's going through them, I, I love confident. that guy. I've got him a little bit higher. I've got him at eight. Yeah, I have him at seven. So I have him the highest, seven, eight, and ten, but all inside of our top ten, which makes makes the most sense. Okay, number 11 here. Both Jamie and I are in agreement. Christian McCaffrey, our 11th overall running back, 16.5 ADP. That's about right when you're talking about a couple of those top-tier wide receivers are going to go yeah, ahead Yeah, all the receivers him. are now going off the board between the, the hunt. Yeah, the, the, top the, five, the top five wide receivers and the top five running backs have all gone. Um, you're looking at 16.5 for McCaffrey. I like McCaffrey. I liked him last year. I like him again this year inside that offense. He's going to be used like dual threat. 
He's going to get a lot of passes. You've seen the Cam. Cam is the wild card because we don't know what <laughs> Jekyll and Hyde Cam on a week to week basis. But Christian McCaffrey was a guy that you could count on last year. And I think he's going to take another step forward. He's going to take a step forward. It's now yeah. about him. Yeah, and more, he's 11. More, more he's so right outside Cam. the top I mean, 10. He's, you know, it's, it, they're building it all through him as well. And the exactly. throws to the running back that Cam are making are not real hard. Yep. No. So that shouldn't really change. I, I think he has a monster. I think he takes a big step from last year. Where do you have him ranked? I got him 11. Okay. Same, same, same across the board. I, right. I think he can flirt with 100 catches this year. That's my bold prediction. He had 80 last year. I think he can flirt around 100. They're going to find I, a way to use him. I love that. Because would agree because with Because another guy that we might talk about later uh, that's going to take some of the running pressure off him is C.J. Anderson. Yep. So I think they're going to find more ways to work McCaffrey in the passing game. Yeah, and you love that if you're in a PPR league. You love that. Uh, Devonta Freeman, number 12 across the board for both me and Jamie. 21.8 in the ADP. I like that value. I like Freeman. He's been proven. Right outside my top 10. He's a t- top 12 back with the with the potential to end anywhere near the top. I, I could see him being top five. Even. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's a good back. He's reliable. And you know you know what you can expect from Solid him. Solid player. Uh, there is some concern in his declining production two years in a row is a little bit concerning. Finished last year 12th in fantasy points per game. I don't think he's got that top five, top six upside anymore that he showed the last two years, but I think he's a fairly safe pick here outside yeah, of the top 12. 10 where yep. I don't, I could see him finishing in the upper teens somewhere. I don't think he's going to completely fall off because even with Coleman there, the Falcons are going to need to run the ball. They're going to need to work both backs into their offense. I don't see that changing. I agree. I've got him at 20. Okay. I think Tevin Coleman's a bigger part of the offense this year. I think they're going to throw it more than trying to focus on the run. And I think Tevin Coleman has proven split him out, put him in the slot, running some slants against linebackers. Really good. I think he takes a bigger step and Devontae Freeman comes back just a little bit. All right. We're outside our top 12, so this is where things get interesting. Uh, LaShawn McCoy, 13 for Jamie, 14 for for me. Uh, listen, Shady's one of those guys you've been able to count on in the past. Um, the off-the-field stuff, listen, I – I don't know what's going to happen. And, and that's kind of why he's down here. Because yeah, that's the last, why he's here. Last few years, eighth, fourth, and ninth in fantasy points per game. Yeah, he's been top I mean, 10. He's, he's been productive, but yep. uh, I don't know what where this off-the-field stuff is going to go. Obviously, that's not our place to litigate any of that stuff. No. But you have to be you have to be aware of the risk that he might miss time because of what is going on That's elsewhere. exactly what I said last year about Ezekiel. I'm not the one, I'm not here to judge. I'm just here to understand what's going on. And if somebody has – off the field issues going into the football season that could potentially keep them off the field for a fantasy owner. You have to take that into account. And this is one of those situations. He would be top 10 for me probably if you didn't have the off the field stuff. I got him at 10. Yep. And here's why. If he gets suspended, it's not going to be for more than four games. He doesn't have the first third, eight, nine offenses that Ezekiel Elliott had already. 100%. Other stuff going That's on. true. I think it might get four, get reduced, and you're going to want to have him on your team when you do. Now, if I've got him at 10, that means I'm taking him in the first round. If I'm at the bottom of my first round, I'm probably not doing that. But I got him 10 on this list because when he's in, it all goes. Yeah, he's a, he's a top 10 player he's, when he plays. Like when he's on the field, he's a top 10 Now, it's a little bit of a risk and a little bit of a flyer. Listen, do that to his, his ADP is 34.6. That's, so, yeah. that's fourth round in 10 team value. leagues. I mean, you, is your that fourth is player great value? Is your RB2? I mean, when you already have another running back and two receivers on your roster, please. Boy, that's that's yeah. dangerous. Sign me up. Jarek McKinnon, 14 for Jamie, 16 for me, 12th overall in scout ratings, 23.2 in scout ADP. See, that's where I look at that and I go, yeah, sign me up for LaShawn McCoy at 34. Yeah, I just I, I, I need to see it. I need to see it. I, I know I, I've seen a little bit what, what McKinnon can do when Peterson was out was the first time everybody saw what he could do a little bit. 
it just I want to see how he works in a future back role. Like I, I don't know how he's going to go. I don't know is he going to be out there on every down. I don't yeah. think so. I don't think he what can is that be. Offense? He's, it's a little bit of a track offense like yeah. we talk about. It's a ton of speed. I've got him at 14 as well with a question on health. Because yep. if you're giving it to him that much, he runs hard. Man, He yeah. runs like he's 215 and he's not. There's also some other guys that I like on that team. Brito's there. Yeah. Uh, McNichols. Joe Williams. Joe Williams. I think he's going to play. They okay. love that dude from what I'm hearing. Super speed. They wish he'd catch it a little bit better out of the backfield, but they love his home run threat, and they're loving this track offense that they're building. I think I, I yeah. like him there, but it's a little bit of a flyer to me. There's, I got a couple guys that I like a lot better than that. Yeah, I have him. He's 16 for me. He's right outside my top 15 because of injuries and because of the next two guys we're going to talk about I like a little bit more. Uh, Jordan Howard, 15 for Jamie, 15 for me. I like him just slightly more than I like Jarek McKinnon. Bears offensive line is good. It's healthy. They, they're going to run the football. That is what the Chicago Bears do. Jordan Howard is going to be a top 15 running back. This high upside for me here, taking him at 15, looking at his ADP, 26.6, 17th ranked on Scout Fantasy, uh, that's where, again, I go back to LaShawn McCoy being 34.6 yeah. and, and going, please let all those people be in my league so that I can get Jordan Howard and LaShawn McCoy later on in the draft. Um, you guys know, obviously, I'm a Bears fan, so you know Wait, I love what? Jordan Howard. Uh, but I'm a UAB fan. That's a UAB, UAB brother of mine. I got Yay. him at 13. It all goes through him. Yeah, so, for yes, sure. they have Cohen. He's going to get some stuff. It's going to be a touches. different part but of the Cohen's offense. more though. gimmicky. Which yeah. is fine. It, it is. And I think he might actually play in the slot some. They might yeah. actually play which together is, if they're creative. But I think we're going to see that from Maggie, who's going to, you know, comes from Andy Reid and they get a lot of creative stuff going on. Jordan Howard's solid as can be right yep. now. He's going to get the yeah. touches. Agreed. And, and again, somebody I think that could sneak into the top 10 by the end of the year. Really Absolutely. good offense. Really good offensive line. Really good defense, too. Yes. I mean, they're going to play short games where they're doing a lot of just handing it off and trying to stop the run on the other side. And he's in all situations back. I mean, he's, yeah. he, he plays in all situations. Again, I, I, and again, everybody that was high on him last year should still be higher on him this year. Yeah. Yeah. It's not like I he think higher. That, I think I, he's it's not like he had that bad of a season last year. No, he, he didn't. And the Bears were <laughs> horrible offensively last year, putting it nicely. So if you were burned like, if you took him the first round last year and felt like uh, he was an RB2 at best, don't shy away from him this year. No, that's good advice. So I was in that space last yep. year. Joe Mixon, 16 for Jamie, 13 for me. 12 for me. Yeah, I saw Joe Mixon put a move on the Chicago yes, Bears did. defense. My, oh, my. The Cincinnati Bengals are going to be a bounce-back team, in my opinion. Their offensive line is much improved. I have Andy Dalton a lot higher up this year, and I think Joe Mixon is going to be the number one beneficiary of all that. He's a guy I look at and go, 13 with high upside. His ADP is 21.3, so apparently other people agree and are drafting him high. He's very talented. Uh, The the off-the-field stuff, I mean, he's playing football now. Yeah, that hasn't hasn't been something that has affected his on-the-field stuff. It hasn't affected him at all. Did it or didn't it? Because he was really good last year. He's fighting an injury, but it's also a really long year to come out of college, go through the draft process, all that stuff, and then go to a city where you're getting picketed everywhere you go. Yeah. Now, he has dealt with it for a year. He's gone through an offseason. He's healthy. He's fresh. He's a freak. Yeah, yeah. no, he's a really player. good run He back. gets the touches, and I think he will. I got him at 12. I think he has a monster year. He's he's the only guy right now that's outside of my – that we've talked about so far that I think has top five potential. Yes. Yeah, no, I sure. think he could finish fifth or he could finish 20th. I, yeah. I still want to see it put it together over the full season. They've, got other, they've got other guys they like. Yes, they, they so continue to like Gio Bernard. Do they make him Le'Veon Bell? Because he can be yeah. that. Yeah. 
He's got the talent. That there's never been a question. It's about just a matter of do they give him that many touches? Yeah, yes. I think I think they do. To be determined. Royce Freeman, Jamie's seventeenth, twentieth overall for me. Scout ranked twentieth, forty-eight point seven in scout ADP. Jamie, what do you like here? Uh, well, then he's not Devonte Booker. Yeah. Like we're still going to pretend like Devonte Booker's a starter for about another week and a half until Royce Freeman's named that. He's just an, an uber talented player on a team that I think is going to with an improved offense. They actually have a competent quarterback now, and they're going to run the ball. And I think they're going to run the ball effectively. And I think he has the ability to, again, talent and opportunity. And I think that's what you're kind of looking for in these late teens, upper 20s. Yep. I got him at 24. I think that offense is better than it was a year ago. But I think that team in general is on a slide. I'm not a huge fan of that offensive staff. And I just – there's a lot to be proven there. I liked him at Oregon. He's a good player. But – We'll see. Well, there's a lot for me to see. I got him down a lot farther than that. A uh, guy I like a little bit more, and Jamie likes him too, that's Rashad Penny, 18, coming in right after Royce Freeman on Jamie's list. He's 18 for me. Listen, I think the reason I didn't want to have him as high is because I loathe the Seahawks, okay? And I didn't want this to be – and uh, to be to be honest, I hosted an NFL draft show, and our two guys hated this pick when they took when he took it. They hated it that high. And now everything out of camp and everything out of the national media is how good he looks and how much better the offensive line is. And he looked good in the preseason game. And I think at 18, for a starting running back who's going to get most of the carries, it's a lot of upside there. Yeah, the warning here is he does have a broken finger. Um, He's supposed to be back in to play week one, but my thought would be he's not going to start week one. And Chris Carson still exists. I think he's a good enough back that he's going to steal – was already going to steal some time from Rashad Penny anyway – Penny's going to have that starting job by midseason and run with it. You just wonder when he's going to get 20, 25-plus touches a game, and it might not be the first month of the season. By week two or three, I think. I got him at 19, but I like Carson. When Carson was healthy last year, he flashed. They're going to make a big-time effort to try to run the ball and get back to what they they did did. when they were good because that defense isn't near as good, and they can't have these super splashy – four play minute 16 touchdown drives and put that defense back on the field. I think they're going to try to control the clock a lot more. I think they're both going to play, but I like, I like Penny. A lot of upside. Scout has him at 15. I think the 18, 19 range is. Well, is, we, we both dropped him a little bit because of the injury. Yeah. Because I, mean, I think right now you're going to, you might not start him week one. Like you just have to realize you yeah. might start somebody else in your RB2 or flex spot. All right. Lamar Miller, 19 across the board for both Jamie and myself, 22 ranked on scout rankings and 50.6 on scout safe. ADP. That's, safe. That's what he is, safe. Finished Agreed. 11th, 18th, 17th, back-to-back-to-back to back to back years. Top in 20. Points per game. Yeah, I got him at 17. And by the solid. way, you want him to have less than 20 carries. He actually produces better in that 15 to 18 carry range. So Foreman being there and getting a bigger role actually doesn't bother me at all. Sure, you're not. there's not a ton of upside here. I mean, you're going to get what you're going to get here. But if you're looking for a safe pick, maybe you took a high upside guy, maybe you took a cook as your first running back. You want to go safe here? Lamar Miller, you know what you're going to get? Solid, catches it well. He's going to get some touchdowns. Yep. Foreman's going to be the guy inside the five, so he's going to steal some touchdowns, but he's he's solid. Alex Collins, 21 here. Oh, I skipped over. I can't can't skip over Kenyon Drake. You're 20th Although overall. Although Dolphins are trying to. Yeah, they're trying to. He's 22 on my list. Jamie, what do you like to keep him in your top 20? This, this for me is I think talent wins out in the end. They love Frank Gore. And everything coming out of camp there is how much they love Frank Gore and how great a shape Frank Gore is in. And, oh, yeah, Kalen Balaj looks good too. I, I'm just going to go with I think talent wins out in the end and we get a couple weeks in that Drake is going to be getting 25-plus carries a game and he will excel in that role. But there is some risk here. I just, I, and I'm just i going to have Frank Gore ranked later in the show. We'll talk about it. But I, I think they're going to be splitting carries 
the two different ways. And I don't know how many passing downs Kalen Blodge is going to be in for. I've got Drake at 18. This team is not going to be very good. Frank Gore is a freak like human being in Miami in general. Yeah. He's a leader on the team. For sure. He's got nothing left. No. No. He ain't playing much. He might play week one and two and get 10, 12 carries, and it's going to start going down. Bellage is going to get more carries, but Drake's going to be the guy when it's over with. But somebody needs to split carries with him because he's not a guy that can take a big, big, big heavy load. No. I think those two are running with it. I don't think Frank Gore's playing a ton later on. So I've got him there. He's a big upside weekly depending on the matchup, yeah. but it's a little bit of a flyer. We're getting in, we talked about earlier in the show, like this, you start getting in this range, it's like uh, you can pick a lot of guys yeah, to fit in some of this stuff. He's he's 22 for me. I think you have to have him inside your top 25, and the only reason he's not a little bit higher is because I don't like that Miami Dolphins team. I just yeah. I think it's going to be a bad football team. They could be firing their head coach by midseason. Uh, I think it could be disastrous for this organization. I thought Adam Gase might get fired at the end of last season. So I, think I think that's why you're hearing things like we like Frank Gore. For sure. That's solid leadership. 100%. We're run it. But, like- but like you said, Frank Gore, listen, I called Frank Gore freezer burn ice cream last year, and I stand by that. That's he right. is a old man, and yeah. I love Frank Gore, and I've won a lot of fantasy football leagues five seasons ago with Frank Gore. He's an old running back. Stop yourself. He shouldn't be relevant anymore. I just fear like the first month of the season he's going to They're be relevant, try and make uh, relevant enough that relevant Kenny Drake numbers that, are annoying. Exactly. But do not draft him. All right. Uh, moving on. Mar- you have Alex Collins, 21. I have Alex Collins, 23. Thoughts, Jamie? I, he, was a sol- he was solid last year, 19th among fantasy running backs and points per game. He's got the job. That's really about it. I mean, I, he yeah. doesn't. I don't look at him as somebody I think that's going to be flashing in the top 15. I think he's what he is. As long as he's a starter, he's going to be a low-end RB2 for you. I love him. I got him at 16. I think um, that receiving core is completely new, but I don't think it's any better than it was. Uh, John Brown, big-time health concerns, Crabtree, locker room concerns, can't really run. There's not a whole lot going on there. It's still going to go through Collins. And I think the production – I think that defense is still going to be really good. The offensive line, not that athletic on the interior. That could hurt. But I think that I think the, the volume is going to be there for him to be solid. 22, Mark Ingram. Uh, Mark Ingram, 22 for Jamie, 21 for me, 24 on scout ranking. The only reason he's that low is because he's not going to be playing a couple of football games. Last year, he and Alvin Kamara were unbelievable. And I expect that when he comes back, he will still be a large part of this offense. The only reason he's out of my top 20 is because he's not going to be playing. And it matters when you're not going to be in a few games. And we know that. Uh, Jamie, yeah, thoughts I mean, on Mark he's, he's been excellent when he plays. I think he's somebody you want, I'm targeting, especially if you already have a couple running backs, because that's a player that you don't care they suspend in the first four games once you get into October, November, December. Playoff time. You don't care. Nope. Uh, that's somebody that, and to me, is going to be has top ten potential that you're going to get outside the top twenty. I, I just I would target him specifically. Yeah, I got him at twenty three. I think that's one that if he does drop in a bunch of leagues or just kind of gets forgotten as people start grabbing other positions and start getting later rounds, for sure, you're ecstatic to have him later on. All right, this one's a little discrepancy between Jamie and myself. I'll be interested to see where Jake has him. Derrick Henry, number twenty three for Jamie. I have him higher, seventeen. That team is going to run the football a lot, and Derrick Henry is going to be that dude. Here's, so I like him in my top 20 because I think he's going to be the focal point of that offense. He's the person I spent the most time trying to figure out where to rank. Because, yeah. yes, I know without DeMarco Murray, the offense is going to go through him. But he's got a touch of 
Beanie Wells-itis, where he's somebody that gets wow. taken down in the backfield and gets a little feet happy in the backfield, way too much for somebody of his talent level. He's very tall and he runs very upright. So until yes. he gets that big body moving, it's hard. His lateral movement is not what you're talking about. So I mean, to me, <laughs> I, I won't own Derrick Henry in any league. I, I imagine that he will get drafted ahead of where I have him. I'm going to wait and see approach because he hasn't been a terribly effective when he has got the ball. Now he's going to get the opportunity and he's got talent, but I just he gets taken down you, in the backfield way too much. You and I are both off on him in comparison to Scout. Scout has him ranked as the 13th overall running just, back. 32nd in scout ADP. I thought 17 was generous. I almost put him a little lower. I just can't see because I'm looking at the scout rankings. I can't see how I would pass on Mixon, Howard, McCoy, Freeman. No, absolutely not. I mean, I wouldn't even. I wouldn't even think about it. No, I take all of those players. I got him over. at 25. It does run through him, but I don't think they're going to be very good. So, all right, 24. Jamie Ronald Jones. I might have to come off this one a little bit because <laughs> he's not having as awesome of a camp there. Everything out of Tampa is they're trying to give him every chance to win that job. Yeah. And he's not exactly doing it. But if he does win that job, Tampa's been able to run the ball effectively with Charles Sims, Jacquez Rogers running between the tackles. They've yeah. been able to put up fantasy points for running backs. I think he'll get that job at some point, but this is an this is an upside play because you might not be able to play him weeks one or two. Scout and I agree. Thirty one overall for me. I'm not as high as Jamie is on him, I think. Tampa Bay is a cluster for me. I don't have a lot of faith in that offense. Jameis Winston's not going to be playing for a few games. He's one of those guys that I think if I got him later on and he turned out to be better, I would feel good about it. But taking him in my inside my top 25, I'm just not that confident in him. I got him at 33. He's a home run hitter. If he does get the job, he's going to hit some home runs. They've yep. got some other weapons. The quarterback is suspended. It is a little bit of a dumpster down there. Another hot seat for a coach, for sure. even though he got an extension. I, I don't like what's going on, but he's a home run hitter when he touches the ball. The speed is there. Get him in space. He's going to have some big splash plays. He's one to me you could take a flyer on, stash on your bench, and in certain situations, play him. Like yeah. in like certain matchups, he could be he could be big. Sixty-seven point one on scout ADP. That's if you got him around there. I think he has some upside that he turns out to be okay. Um, I'm just as I as I said, I put a lot of stock into what I believe those offenses are going to look like, and I just. I don't know what the hell to expect from that offense. Uh, 25, Chris Thompson. Uh, 28 for me, 28 on scout. I can feel comfortable putting him at 25. Um, that's, that's the Redskins back I want. As yeah. a Chris Thompson owner last year, he was extremely effective. I had him 10th overall yep. in fantasy points yep. per game. Yes, I know Kirk Cousins is there anymore, but Alex Smith hasn't shown any uh, ill will to throw into the running back out of the backfield. So I think he's going to be extremely effective now with Darius Geis gone. Um, he had a role anyway. He was going to play a lot of the passing downs. Now I think that he's going to be completely unencumbered there. Like there's no chance that Samaj P. Ryan is going to be a consistent three down back for them every game. I don't have him in my top 40 because I don't know yeah. what in the hell is going on with that team. I don't know what to expect. I don't know who's going to play. I've got P. Ryan in my top 40, but I don't really know why. I don't. I, I like. I, I don't know. Some, somebody's got to get the points I on that loved, team. I just don't know. I love Darius Geis. I was like yeah. waiting for okay, this whole thing like Fournette is being built through him, but that's not there. I have yeah. no idea what you're going to see. I think that is. I just think it's risky taking any of those guys. It's like New England's situation last year. You might have had some of those running backs, but which one's going to play this week and which one's going to sit? You might have James White think he's going to have a big week and he has one carry. Yeah. Like you, I just don't know what you're going to get. Yeah. No. I think. Here's where I would say I have a little positivity on Chris Thompson is the reason I had him at 28 was because I assumed that Darius Geis was going to be playing football. Okay. 
Now, without Darius Geis in there, I think I was a Chris Thompson owner last year. I liked him a lot last year. He he was a good fantasy own to, to have last year. I Again, everything Jake's saying, I understand. Samaje P. Ryan was one of those guys last year that every every fantasy analyst told you, watch out for this guy. Listen, when he fumbles the football, Gruden takes him out, and he didn't see the field again. And he has problems with his hands. He doesn't hold on to the football. If that's the case again this season, Chris Thompson could be a guy that you get later on, 84.3 in ADP, and you like him a lot. Uh, so that's that's my last thoughts on Chris Thompson. Guys, I'm calling an audible on you, and we're going to end in our top 25. And if people want to see us through our rankings, in our it, we, we ranked everybody through 40. Now, we have some interesting ones at the end where we disagreed. If you want to see those, you're going to have to go to scoutfantasysports.com to read all the rankings where you can see myself, Jake, and Jamie's every single position rated Took way too much time, but listen, we're here for the people, and that's what we have to do. <laughs> that's right. Uh, any parting thoughts, Jake, Jamie? I was a little shocked how hard it was to get yeah. to 40. Yep. I, yeah. There's, like, you get through, like, I – Past being, 20 is – like, is Me being the cluster. football analyst, like, matchup kind of guy and not the fantasy expert and learning that aspect was shocking how important the first four or five rounds of your draft are, and you better get those right – Taking these flyers down here could also make your team. Exactly so like, right. My parting thought is like this is probably the most important group. You can either get it right or you can you can blow the entire season with. And I don't even know what the philosophy needs to be, but yeah. like it's it's been really interesting trying to rank top forty guys. And, and to me, just a couple like sleepers I would keep an eye out for as you get to a bit later. We already talked about Spencer Ware. I think C.J. Anderson is gonna is gonna put up some points this year. Not a ton. I don't think he's gonna be a guy that you start every week. But I think he's going to get a lot of those rushing touchdowns. I think it's, it's not going to be a cam at the goal line. It's going to be C.J. Anderson. And the Garrett Blunt as well. I think Patricia is going to use him a lot more than people anticipate he will in Detroit. Yeah, well, that, that, that job is wide open. Yeah. I think Carrion Johnson could be another sleeper there that nobody's really talking about in Detroit. But. I, I have Duke Johnson and Tevin Coleman both inside my top 25. and We didn't get to talk about either one of those guys. But I like both of those guys a lot. So that would be my parting thoughts and my – just a little piece of advice. Don't get cute, okay? Don't mess around with the top couple running backs. They're the dudes. They're sh- Listen, I know David Johnson's coming off an injury. I know the stuff with Zeke. I know Le'Veon Bell's got contract contract stuff. Don't get don't outsmart yourself. David Johnson's coming off a wrist injury. His legs are That's fine. That's exactly running right. Running backs run. That's exactly right. Don't get cute with the top couple picks. Uh, Jamie? Tell everybody how they can follow you on Twitter. Follow me on Twitter at J-M-E Eisner. Jake? Jake B. Arians. And you can follow me at the underscore sports page. Please follow our podcast. You can find it everywhere. iTunes, Pocket Cast, Overwatch. There's like a there's like 17 different places Stitcher. you can find. Stitcher. Uh, and give us a rating. Hit us up on Twitter and let us know how you like the podcast at TD Fantasy underscore. Thanks for listening. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done.
You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.